This is the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, recorded live and completely improvised at the Edinburgh Fringe 2012. In this show, the audience suggested that the main character should be called Thomas, that a climactic final scene should take place in a music shop in Senegal, that his strange secret should be that he glows in the dark, that the whole play should be sponsored by Shoe Souls, and the audience suggestion for the title of this completely improvised radio play was I'm Sorry, Governor. Going live in five, four, three. Th- Thomas, you're a liability. Every case we put you on, you end up messing something up. That business in Syria, you, you threw the wrong man in a river. He was a vicar. Oh, I'm sorry. What can I say? <laughs> Look. Come through to my office. I need to have a talk with you in private. Okay. Coming through. <laughs> so, was it it? What Sit is it? Sit down. Uh, we'll do. Now, I'll do the talking here. You do the listening. Okay. I'm afraid you're quite blase about the, this whole affair. Yeah. Uh, I want you to show some remorse. Okay. Uh, I'm very, very, very sorry. <laughs> you said very a few too many times for me to take you seriously. Really? No, can one, t- one say very too many times? Yes, you can. Well? Like if I say I'm very, 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 very fond of you, it's, it's just gone a bit far. Oh, Mr. Venables, I... <laughs> no, I'm oh. not fond of you at all. That's what I brought you in to say. Oh. Now, Thomas, you're one of our very best agents, but I'm afraid if you keep going along like a maverick, blowing things up and punching people in the face, then yes. we're going to have to let you go. And you know what happens to people we let go. Yes, letting go is a metaphor for being killed. I'm not sure it's a metaphor. A a euphemism, I mean. Yes. Yes. I always thought, you know, as a young boy, Mr. Venables, I always thought that a euphemism was spelt uh, Y-O-U-T-H-I-S-M, because it was something that uh, youths would say. But I realized later in life that it wasn't spelt that way at all. I don't know what you're on about, Thomas, but I'm afraid I'm at the end of my tether and you're at the end of yours. Yeah. Hang on a minute, won't you? Sorry. Hello? Sorry, trouble picking the phone up there. I'm never sure which hell to use. I go in with the left and then I'm like, hang on, maybe the right's better suited. They fight it out and then eventually one of them wins. Usually the right, because I use it for more things. Hello? Sorry, I I haven't said, uh, I haven't let you speak yet. Who is it? Uh, uh, hello. Uh, uh, is that you, Mr. Venables? Y- yes, it is. Uh, I'm just wondering if you're talking to Thomas. Yes, I've got him here now. I've been giving him a dressing down. Oh, have you? Has he done something wrong? Yes. Oh, because he, is, he always was a naughty boy, and then I brought him in to work with us, and I thought that would straighten him out. How's he getting on, the little scamp? Well, not very well, I'm afraid. Oh, gosh. Well, I hope you weren't thinking of firing him. No, I wasn't. I was thinking of killing him. Oh, you are a joker. Because, of course, if you were thinking of firing him, I'd have to fire you. Oh, I see. Yes, he is, my dear son. And, and if you fire him, well, it won't go well for you, Mr. Venables. Not very well at all. No, In I... In fact, it will go badly. I, un- I understand. Very badly. Y- yes. Very, 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 very badly. Uh, that's that's uh, uh, interesting you should say that, W. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to make sure he... He continues in employment. Uh, yes, wh- why don't you put him on a case? Something that he can't mess up. Somewhere out of the way. Oh, very well. Can I hang up now? 
Oh, uh, no, no, stay on the line for a little while. I'm okay. going to hang up, though, and I just want you to pretend this conversation's oh. still going. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh. Oh, how uh, very interesting. D- did you? <laughs> oh, I-, I shouldn't think so. Four times. Y- yes. Is Daddy making you talk to the air again? <laughs> Now, now, shut up, Thomas. Oh, Mr. Venables. Oh, I'm going to fire you. <laughs> I'm at the end of my tether. You're at the end of your tether. Oh, <laughs> very good memory. <laughs> no, I'm afraid, yes. Thomas, look, you've got one more chance because you happen to be in a nepotistic position. Here you go. Take this file. Oh, yes. Thank you. Now, we happen to suspect that there is a ring of global smugglers who are hiding very dangerous weapons inside musical instruments. Musical instruments, you say? Yes, I want you to track these down, and, well, we've got as far as Senegal. Senegal? But it's hard to say. But I want you to start here. It's not hard to say at all. (laughs) Senegal. Well, just just because you find it easy doesn't mean other people don't struggle. Well, what do you have the problem with? Is it the, uh... Is it the G or the long, elongated A-L sound? Sometimes I'm not sure whether the goal comes at the beginning or the end. I think technically the right pronunciation is Senegal, but I'm not sure about that. Maybe someone will correct me. Thomas, you're a pedant. (laughs) If you didn't have your thumb in every pie in this office, I'd fire you now. Yes, lucky there are only two pies. (laughs) What, because you've only got two thumbs? Is that what you mean? Yes, that's what I mean. Well, Thomas, someone in London must be involved. Yes, yes. Somehow these musical instrument weapons are are getting all over the place. Oh, dear. You mean they're getting into the hands of our enemies? Yes. Oh. And worse. And worse? Their feet as well. Oh, Mr. Venables. I mean, you're saying that our enemies can now fire the weapons using their feet? I don't know. That would mean that they could hold four weapons at once. Exactly. And the wars would be twice as hard. Just think about it. If you had an army of a hundred men against a hundred other men, if one of the armies had guns on their feet, they'd be like an army of two hundred. Sort Simple of. Simple mathematics, Thomas. They would still have only one brain, but I still agree with you. And they'd have to sit down as they shot. But yes, still. But perhaps they've got some form of elaborate stool that they sit on and then... With With wheels! Yes, with wheels. My God, Thomas, it's worse than I could ever have imagined. Oh, dear. Well, you'd better get to the bottom of this. We've had an anonymous tip-off. Yes? Apparently some form of exchange is going to be made on the banks of the Thames. The Thames, you say? Yes, it's a river in London. Ah, good. I'm just wondering which part of... The Thames in London, you mean? Yes, here. Because, I mean, it goes quite a way, doesn't it? Through Staines, Oxford... No, the fact I said it was in London should have been a giveaway. Here you go. Sorry, I have a very small attention span. This is the address. Yes? I want you to be in position, maybe with binoculars or some such device. Yes. And you must observe what takes place. Of course I shall. Tail anybody who seems to be involved. Now, Thomas. Yes, Mr. I don't Venables. want you messing this one up. We don't want another Prague on our hands. No. No one wants another Prague. Exactly. <laughs> so just take it easy. And remember, it's far better to do the sensible thing than the maverick option. Yes, yes, that's what they tell you in the books that aren't fictional. Oh, for God's sake, Thomas. Here, let's have a little practice. Okay. This slice of bread here. Yes? I want to butter it. 
Yes. Now, if you had this knife and this pat of butter, how might you go about it? Well, I say that I would cut off a massive lump of the butter, cut up the bread into tiny little portions, melt the butter using my breath, <laughs> throw the little bits of bread into the butter, and then have bread and butter soup. You're a madman, Thomas. Get out of here. And if you make one more mistake... Yes? I won't care what W says. I'll come after you per personally. Uh, and I'll shoot you when you're not looking. Oh, yes? Well, I am looking right now, so don't do it now. Well, I can't do it now because you're looking. But when you're not yes. looking... And anyway, you haven't messed it up yet. But I'm warning you, if we have another Prague on our hands, it'll be hell for you. Okay. No one wants another Prague. Exactly. <laughs> no one wants another Prague. Oh, Rupert, there's so many diamonds on this necklace. Listen to them jangle. How on earth can you afford it? It's, it's awfully beautiful. Oh, Phyllis, I afford it. Well, you know how I afford it. Oh, I hope it's through nefarious means. Oh, the most nefarious, the most nefarious possible means. Oh, goody. I hope that my desire for expensive jewellery and trinkets means that lots of people lost their lives. Say it so, Rupert, say it so. Uh, I mean, okay. Oh, goody. I'm the luckiest girl in all of London. Uh, Phyllis. Yes, Rupert. I'm afraid for this next job, uh, I'm going to need your help. Oh, well, I'm always willing to help you, Rupert. You know, when you come into our manor and you kick off your Wellington boots and say, my socks are a little damp today, I always come and suck the moisture out of them. <laughs> yes, I've been meaning to talk to you about that, Phyllis. Why, don't you like it, Rupi? It's damned weird. Oh, uh, but isn't it so great to be kooky? Um, well, yes... Uh, and no. Look, Phyllis. Yes? There's something that's very important about this next plan. Something that I need you to do. Okay. And I need you to do it because, well, you're a woman. Oh, yay. Responsibility. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. No one would suspect a woman would have such responsibilities. No, I am so fair of face and pale of skin that I am the most porcelain-like china doll in all of the world, except I can breathe and live and don't break unless you drop me from more than 12 feet. Yes, but in every other way, just like a porcelain doll. Weird and freaky. And at night, sometimes I have to throw a blanket over you because I think you're watching me while I sleep. Oh, Rupee, sometimes I do just sit there and imagine when it's frosty and then the thaws, your gloves would get so soggy and soppy that I could suck the moisture out of them too. I wish you would stop going on about the moisture and the sucking. I just love sucking water out of wool. <laughs> Whenever I go fell walking, I just see some wet sheep and go, hurrah, yippee, run right over and clamp my lips around them. It makes a sound like this. I have very voluptuous lips. I'm on the verge of finding a different woman to do this job. Oh, no, Rupert, please, please let me, please let. Look. Look at this cello case. Ooh. Now, I need this cello delivered. 
I don't want you to open the case at any cost. But I need you to take it into London. I need you to take it to the banks of the Thames in the East End. There, you're going to meet a Cockney. That's right, a woman meeting a Cockney. No one would suspect a woman of having responsibility, and no one would expect a Cockney to be up to no good. These are just two facts of life. Wonderful. I need you to deliver this case to the Cockney. You'll know who he is. He'll be wearing a red carnation. And then, uh, well, I mean, not just a red carnation. He'll be wearing a lot of other clothes. Yes. I'm not sending you on a lewd mission to meet a naked Cockney. What kind of man do you think I am? Well, you are a dastardly individual, Rupert. Yes. A terribly dastardly individual. Tell me. Terribly dastardly. May I wear my diamonds when I go? Well, you are going to meet a Cockney, so that's probably not advisable. Oh, I do love crude stereotyping. <laughs> then you're going to love the next 40 minutes. <laughs> Hurrah, Rupert. I'll do it. I'll do it, and I'll do it well. But and then I'll come home and, and suck water. <laughs> but you better get it right this time, Phyllis. Oh. We don't want another Prague. Oh, nobody wants another Prague. Nobody wants another Prague. Uh, Rupert, I found another one snooping around. Shall I feed him to the bear? Uh, yes. Okay, there we go. Oh, I love the way Balthazar really tears into their skin. Yes, and then when he feeds them to the bear, it's also great. Ah, the chimes of Big Ben. <laughs> as comforting as it is, not as tuneful as I remember. Oh, oh dear. Another drink from my hip, hip flask, I suppose. Yes. Maybe I should see a doctor. I've been making that sound since... Well, the last few months, I suppose, but still, maybe that's how normal people sound when they drink. Who knows? Ah. Uh, excuse me, mate. Uh, oh, hello. Does, um, does the crow fly low over Moscow? Um. Does, uh, do, yeah, oh, mate, does, uh, does a sea slug die in Prague? Uh, well, uh, um... Uh, is the chicken stuffed in Kiev? Apples and pears, my friend. Uh, oh, no, sorry, mate. I don't think you're the person I need to talk to. Oh, really? Why not? Well, when I said all the secret codes, you did not respond. Secret codes, you say? Yeah. What, like words and stuff? Y yeah, words. But yes. they meant to mean other words. So you said the chicken Kiev flies over Moscow? Uh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Okay, thank you. No, I'm probably not the man you're meant to talk no, to. No, you're not, yeah, no. Because the man I'm meant to talk to is a woman. What are you trying to say? Well, I'm trying to say you're not a woman. Where, but you obviously thought I was a woman at first, for a moment well, or two. Well, yeah, I only saw you from above. From above? Well, you're what so... You're travelling in, man? You're so incredibly short. What does that mean? Well, you're so short. Have you ever... Have you ever thought about, you know, maybe trying to be a bit taller? I have thought about it, yes. And then I realised that it's physically impossible. Well, 
unless I was hung, drawn, and well, actually not hung. Well, just, no, just drawn, just no, drawn. You, you, you might think it's impos- impossible, but I've been looking at the soles of your shoes, and they're very thin. Oh. Well, now you mention it, I, I always have felt cobbles very easily when I walk down a street. Yeah. Maybe you should try some of these Mitchell and Sasquatch shoe soles. Mitchell and Sasquatch shoe soles, you say? No, no, I said <laughs> Mitchell and Sasquatch shoe soles. Ah, Mitchell and Sasquatch shoe soles, you yeah. say? Yeah. Ah, can I try them? You may. Oh. Oh, my, how roomy. And how padded. <laughs> did somebody say Mitchell and Sasquatch shoe soles? <laughs> yeah, yeah, somebody did, but no one else managed to. Yes. I've got a pair with me right now. I just left my wife for them, and I'm taking them to dinner at the Ritz. Oh, well, they are remarkably comfortable, and they make my shoe even more roomy somehow. Bit like the, bit like the TARDIS or something. That's right, Mitchell and Sasquatch shoe soles. So good, you'll leave your wife for them. Anyway, thank you. May I, may I keep them or? Yeah, yeah, those are free. Oh. Well, you are, a, you are a kind man. Yeah, that's how we get you. First one's free, then when you need another one, whoa, we ramp the prices right up. Oh, yes. Just like, uh, oh, I don't know, beer or something. <laughs> that doesn't happen, well, okay? Yeah, There's no pub, what, no yeah. pub in the world what that happens. What pub are you going to where the first one's free? Well, there used to be a, a place called the Free Beer Show. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to go into that. Uh, anyway, uh... I'll just stay here, and you'll go about your business, yeah. young Cockney. Well, thanks. I, I'm still just waiting for this woman to turn up. Apples and pears. Rub-a-dub-dub. Oh, I, I think it's this area. Yes. Uh, oh, I the bow. Better, better somewhere hide. like that. Uh, 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 hello? Better hide uh, behind this bush. Ah, oh, a man with a red carnation. Uh, hello there, sir. What? Ah. Uh, do we do the code words now? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Um, ah. Oh. The the dead swallow uh, decomposes in Minsk. Ah, <laughs> yes. I see different and code words now. And yes. the the gazelle gallops gaily in the Galapagos. Yeah, and uh, the finch takes out a mortgage in uh, Tbilisi. <laughs> While the dolphin deposits dollars in Donetsk. Oh, I liked it. Alliterative. Yeah, lovely. That was a good one. So, have you brought it? Uh, yes. Look, it's here, hidden underneath my ample bosom. <laughs> wow. I mean, I've heard the phrase ample bosom before, <laughs> but to hide a cello underneath it... <laughs> I think you're stretching the word ample to its very limits. Very, 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 very ample. Yeah. That's more like The it. amplitude of my ampleness is... Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, oh, I've got a pretzel stuck in my throat. So, you've brought it with you? Yes. Excellent. I, I haven't looked in it, just as Ruby said. Yeah, you better not, love. You better not. Because what's in this cello case is so dastardly, so terrifying, so utterly horrible that to look at it, well, it would melt your very face. Oh. Hmm. Well, if I'd known that, I probably would have had a look in it. I, I just thought it was a cello. <laughs> no. 
In this cello case is no cello. In this cello case is something that we're going to use to take over the world. What is in the cello case? Why is Thomas such a terrible agent? And why on earth are there no swimming pools in Senegal? <laughs> Answers to all this and more in the staggering second part of I'm Sorry, Governor! This is the 6 o'clock news. There have been protests today in central London about the fact that Big Ben no longer chimes as loudly or as forcefully <laughs> as it once did. The protests have been led by the Big Ben Preservation Society and have started to argue that Big Ben has not been wound up the right way for around 25 years. Here we now have the Home Secretary who is uh, going to be interviewed right here, Sir Richard Babblethorpe Mulberry. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Sir Richard, what do you say to those protesting that Big Ben is not striking as forcefully or as tunefully well, as previously? I'd have to say it is indeed true, but we believe the reason is that Big Bell, the Big Ben Big Bell, Bell yeah, right, okay. in fact struck only once when it was first made, and that every subsequent sound is an echo that's growing ever quieter. And you genuinely believe that, Sir Richard? Well, I wrote it, so I'd better. And so we are hearing an echo that has been echoing for uh, 130 yeah, years? That's right. In fact, uh, my theories go even further. I think that all noise in the world is, in fact, just a reflection of the first time it was made. You mean the Big Bang? Yes, exactly. At the Big Bang, every possible sound happened, and now they're happening again, but with increasing quietness. Well, Sir Richard, uh, that is, quite frankly, amazing. <laughs> uh, have you anything else to add? Very little, because in fact I've said all of this before, and I am now just an echo. Prophetic, profound, and pathetic. Uh, Sir Richard, uh, Richard Babblethorpe Mulberry, thank you very, very much. Uh, in the golf, uh, the game was abandoned as most of the players brought sandwiches instead of sand wedges. And in the weather, uh, there was a bit of sun, but unfortunately, everyone started to call it daughter. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> and now for a short promotional message. You can see Racing Minds live as well as on the wireless. We'll be on in Brighton on the 4th of November and then every second Tuesday from December through to April at Upstairs at 3 and 10. And in London you can catch us live in Tufnell Park at Aces and Eights Atmospheric Saloon Bar every second Tuesday of the month starting on the 20th of November. cello case is something so terrible we're going to use it to take over the world. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, dad, uh, Mr. Venables, dad. Mr. Venables and dad. Yes? Uh, yes. Uh, 
Something terrible is happening. Oh, no. Please tell me it's not another Prague. No, it's... You haven't not. wet yourself, have you? That's what he always used to say, Mr. Venables. He used to come down in the middle of the night to me and his mother and say, Oh, mummy, daddy, something terrible is happening. I have... <laughs> Look, this Look, is the secret up, service. Dad. Things like that could be kept secret. I really don't think that was information I needed to know. Look, I haven't... And if I'm ever compromised by torture, I could give all that away. I, have, I haven't wet myself. Well, how do I know that? Well, I know you're a skilled liar. That's why you're an agent. Look, you might be sitting there in a pool of your own piss. Touch my trousers. I'm not going to touch your trousers. Touch my trousers. Oh, for God's sake. They are as dry as Look, a bone. Look, I'm not going to come over there and touch your trousers. Look, to touch see my trousers. Oh, d- uh, all right. I'll just pour you a coffee for afterwards. Very well. I, I can now uh, agree w- without any kind of qualification... That, that you have not wet yourself. Thank you, Mr. Can Venables. we move on? Oh, yes. he's grown up so much. Now tell us, if it's not another Prague and you haven't wet yourself, what's happened? Look, I was witness to the exchange of the most dangerous thing in the entire world. Really? Yes, it was kept in a cello case. Y- yes. And they exchanged it. And so naturally you followed them, beat them up, stole it, and the whole thing's over, no? Look, look you... Look, you were the one who told me to witness it and not do anything about it in case I mucked things up. Yes, I suppose That's right. what you said verbatim. Well, is it? Uh, well, not exactly that. You probably use some kind of words like rascal it up or, or rickshaw it up or something like that. Sounds like you've used the word verbatim in entirely the wrong context just now. <laughs> oh, dear. You, you might not have wet yourself literally, but you've certainly done it verbally. Dad, I would really appreciate it if you didn't undermine me in front of my, my superior. And I would really appreciate it if you'd tidy your room. Look, please. I would really appreciate it if you let me have some space so I could make my own life. Now isn't the time for a domestic, okay? We are at the heart of the greatest crisis this country has faced for decades. Now, Thomas, you must have gleaned some sort of information, or did you just watch two people do a bad thing and then wander off? He is a member of the British Secret Service, so... Probably. I'm not going to take that about the British Secret Service, Dad. Look, you're basically in charge of it. Mr. Venables, you're almost in charge of it. Maybe you will be when my dad dies, which, God forbid, won't be very long... Uh, won't, will be a very long time. All right, look, never mind. You... M- you must have got a good look at them, at least. That, that woman, describe her. Ah, she was full of diamonds. <laughs> I mean, she, she was clothed almost entirely of diamonds. She had a face with two eyes, a nose, and a mouth. Uh, wait a minute, I'm just drawing up a picture. She wait, had he- did she have any notable features? Any part of her that was unusual in any way? <laughs> yes, she did. She had a nose... That stretched quite far. She was also... There was a sock in her mouth as well. Wait, wait. uh, If she got there in secret, where was she hiding this cello case? Oh, yes. (laughs) Well, aside from the... Yes, yes, sorry about that, old chap. Uh, Yes, sorry about that, Mr. Venable. Sorry about that, Dad. I, I... 
well, yes, apart from her nose, which stretched out a bit, and the sock in her mouth. I was just looking at the sock the whole time. I only noticed later that she had Stop massive, massive bristles. <laughs> bristles? A beard? Bristles. Bristles. What? It's a euphemism for, for you know, bosom. bosom yeah. I don't think it is. It genuinely is. Yeah, no, I, I can confirm that, that it is, yes. Bristols. <laughs> oh, well, you Have you genuinely never heard that, Mr. Venables? No, I haven't. But Bristols. Well, you learn something new every day. Yes, yes. Here, how's this drawing? I had to go off the paper and draw on the desk. Wait. Look at... I recognize... Dad? From that drawing. Do you, W? Look, Dad? The eyes, the nose, the mouth, the substantial bosom. Dad? Yes, that's Phyllis Della Cruz. My God. Phyllis Della Cruz. It can't be. Oh I my. thought she was just a legend or dead. Yes. Yes, we thought that she was dead for a while. Then we upgraded our file to legend. And then we, <laughs> and then we downgraded it to very naughty lady. One of those VNLs, yes. Yes. She's number one on the very naughty lady list. But... In but the British Secret Service. But W, we've got her under surveillance. <laughs> I, I have it on good information that she bought a ticket to Africa this very morning. A ticket to Africa, you say? Yes. Wow, if only you could be li slightly more specific than an entire yes. continent. <laughs> well, I, I believe she chose Senegal. Oh, yes. Well, the temps well, are really pleased about yes. that. I mean... We organized, a, uh, we organized a holiday last year for the temps and uh, sent them to, uh, to Dakar for a, for, a, for a week. That's why they were cheering, I think. Ah, uh, yes. They did have fun in Senegal. But they whereabouts in Senegal? Dakar. Dakar. How convenient. How convenient indeed. Well, Thomas? Yes, Dad? Do you think you're up to it? Am I up to it? Am I up to it? Yes, I'm up to it. I'm as up to it as a mountain is. There you are, well, there you are. There. Well, yeah. Thomas, you'll have to make sure you don't mess this one up. Oh, yes? We're sending you out there, but don't do anything stupid. Can I have a gun? Yes, but you're not allowed to use it. Oh, what? It'll be purely decorative. Oh, come on. Now, oh. you'll have to get on the inside of this whole ring. I will. Pretend to be a villain yourself. Oh. Maybe even seduce Phyllis. Oh, I can do that. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's seducing women. Well, I don't think there is one thing you're good at, to be honest. <laughs> yes, as I say, I'm terrible at seducing women. So... Well, here's your tickets. Here's your briefcase. And just remember... Yes? Don't be an idiot. I won't. We don't want another Prague. That's the last thing we want. Uh, Rupee. Rupee, this... This Jeep is so bumpy, it sounds like it's powered by cogs and rotors. No, I know, but I didn't want to stay in Senegal any longer. Look, I'm going to turn it on to silent mode. Sorry. That conversation was getting very tedious very quickly. Yes. Look, I couldn't stay in Senegal a moment lo longer. We had to hop over the border into Gambia to get to a swimming pool. Oh, Rupee, I... I do hope you packed my costume. Your, oh, your, your costume. Yes, yes, I've got your costume. Well, it yes. had to be custom made. I couldn't find any off the peg that contained me. Well, well, they wouldn't have contained you while they were on the peg, no. 
That's the whole point. You take them off the peg, then go into the changing room, and then they continue. Oh, yes. oh, oh, I see. Oh, oh, you're referring to your breasts. <laughs> yes, my bristles. How clever. <laughs> oh, look, some, some oh, The, the some natives passing, really love some passing references to Bristol. <laughs> Bristol. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, I'm so looking forward to relaxing by the pool, Rupert. But please, tell me, in the cello case that we gave to that cockney fellow... Yes. What was it? Eh? Well, it contains something so dastardly, so terribly horrible. It's a machine, Phyllis. A machine that makes darkness. It will blot out the sun, and then... Then we'll be able to do whatever we want. Oh, you're so evil, Rupert. Uh, yes, pretty evil, pretty evil. It's like evil. a reverse light bulb. Yes. <laughs> you, you turn it on and all the light goes. Yes. That's I like to call it the blub to kill. That's very clever, Rupert. That's very clever. Ah, it sounds quite good. Yes. The blub to kill. Blub to kill. Blub to kill. Yes. Now, so we've been bringing different parts of it in all different... The biggest part was in that cello case. We've got clarinet cases, saxophone cases. We've got some timpani coming in. They've all got sections in it. We're building it. Building it in Senegal, the sunniest place in the world. <laughs> Well, it is rather. Yes. We decided to build it here, for here it will have most impact. Wonderful. When I say here, I obviously mean in Senegal. Yes, we're current, not, not we're in currently in Gambia. Not in the Jeep in Gambia, no, yes. No, no. Uh, Just uh, here for a small swim. Well, while we're here, could we stock up on sun cream? Sun, su I mean... Well, well, yes, I just tear through the bottles of it, you see. Oh, I see. Yes, well, we can stock up on sun cream, but... I wish you would try and be sparing. I'm so I have a very large surface area. Can't you wear a sombrero or something? <laughs> a sombrero, Rupert. I mean, the circumference of the rim would have to be bigger than the wheel of a wagon. A, wa <laughs> a wagon wheel if you held it really close to your eye. <laughs> well, uh, all, all, all right, not a sombrero then. Gosh, you're a dashed nuisance. Ah, this really is a fine place. Ah, yes. Uh, are you Mr. Thomas? Yes, yes, th that's me. Yeah, I, I have been ordered to drive you around. Oh, you have? Can I take your bag? Yes, there you are. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now come with me. Yes, yes. Uh, get into the back of the car. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's you know, a tricky door, but I got in. Ah. Yes, well, I've been told, I've been told, sir, that... This uh, place I need to go to is Harumph, which uh, is an area of Dakar, I believe. Yes, but uh, before that, we need to take you on a little trip to our governor. Oh, your governor? Oh, your driving is so... so. Get down! Oh! S sorry, uh, I thought I was going to hit that bridge, but it's okay. I it was built so that cars could go underneath. <laughs> ah. Good, good. Ah. Yes, now. Does the governor live in Harumph? Yes. The governor's house is in the center. Ah, fantastic. fantastic. Uh, we'll be there soon. 
just have a little nap or something. Get down! Oh, dear. Sorry, I thought we were going to hit that cloud, but it was in the sky. Oh, right. Uh. Well, is he here? I'll show him in, Governor. Yes, I if you would. Oh, uh, hello. Are you Mr. Thomas? Yes, that's me. Oh, follow me, please. If you'll sit on my back. Yes, I shall. We don't like people putting their feet on the floors. Oh, I won't. I won't, of course. Thank you so much. Oh. But, but, wait, why? Why don't you like people putting their feet on the floors? Oh, because they're not very comfortable, sir. The floors aren't very comfortable. The floors aren't comfortable enough to walk on, so I let them climb on my arthritic, scoliosis-ridden back. Ah, no. Sounds like what you need is some Mitchell and Sasquatch shoe soles. Mitchell and Sasquatch shoe soles? You mean the one that's advertised on the television with that she sells shoe soles by the shoe seller? <laughs> Uh, the kitchen staff like that advert, sir. Yes, those are the very souls I'm talking about. They make even the most uncomfortable floor feel like three-foot-thick velvet. Well, Men sir. Men have walked on the surface of the sun with these souls. Disclaimer, they have not walked on the surface of the sun with these souls. Well, thank you, sir. Mr. Thomas, if you'll just pop a pair in your shoes, oh. that should suffice. Oh, thank you. My second pair that I've put in. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> Hello, Governor. May I, may I first of all say how fantastic it is that the, uh, that the French have uh, employed a British man as governor of one of their colonies? Uh, yes, 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 yes. You may say that if you so choose. Oh, good. They saw how we were running the Gambia and thought it was a jolly good job, so... Yes. Thought that we could just spread round the whole of Western Africa. Uh, yes, thanks for mentioning that. Yes, don't worry. Don't worry. I just thought I should point it out. So, uh, so Governor, yes. You realize that I'm, I'm here on a special MI5-6 business. Oh, uh, oh, really? Yes. No, I didn't realize that at all. Oh, dear. Well, I, I, I mean, maybe I wasn't meant to say that. Um... Um, uh, oh, oh, forget, 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 oh. Oh. Have you forgotten? No. Uh. You've oh. brought your troubles with you, have oh, you? Oh, dear. You've uh. brought, we live in this quiet, peaceful place, and yet you, you've brought your troubles with you. Look, look, I'm very sorry, Governor, but you need to give me leeway to do whatever Whatever the hell I like. Look. <laughs> really? Yes. Wh I mean, whatever you like? Whatever the damn hell I like. So uh, I've got to give you leeway to fly a plane and, and just fling bouncy balls out of it? Yes. If that's part of the operation, then that's oh necessary. Gosh. Luckily for you, it's not part of the operation. Oh, good, because that was my only condition, that you didn't do that. Good. Now, look. We have reason to believe, very, very good reason, that people here in Senegal... They are, they are the most terrible criminals. Not, not, <laughs> no, oh, God. Oh, dear. That's definitely not in there. Look, we have reason to believe that some of the worst criminals in the world have come to Senegal. Yes, I see, from yes. outside of from Senegal. From outside of Senegal. Yes, that's, none that's of this terribly clear about that. Yes, none of this terrible evil plan originated in Senegal. Yes, yes. 
really. And they are going to form, they are going to set in motion something that is the most terrible that could happen to the world. Oh so I need, to, I need to damn well stop them. Well, yes, you do, yes. And I just thought it'd be polite to tell you that I'm, if I do lots of crazy, terrible stuff, then it's all in a good cause, means to an end and all that stuff, you know? Yes. Look, we don't mind what you do. We just don't want another Prague. No. No one wants... No one another wants another Prague. Prague. Uh, excuse me. Short... short uh, put the Jeep on silent mode, driver. Thank you. Short British man. Short British man I can see by the side of the road. You. Th you look awfully familiar. Didn't I see you when I was in Bow? No. No. I, I think I did. I was talking to a Cockney no, gentleman. No. And you, you hid behind a bush. No. Are you sure it was this one? The man you described to me was substantially shorter than this chap. Why, oh. this chap looks a good two inches taller than you described. Ah, excellent. My, my shoe soles have added a disguise to myself. Now just have to put on a Cockney accent so that I can be part of their evil gang. I, I was just wondering if you could wrap some sun cream in for me. There's, there's a significant area that I can't reach. Oh, you want me to put in some sun cream for you? On my you? back. Oh, yeah, I'll put in some sun cream on your back. Oh, lovely. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, quite a lot there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get it into the shoulder blades, that's what I say. Nice and thick, nice and thick. Yeah, easy does it. Oh, by the way, I want to help you, you Rupert the Bear. You want to help me? Yes, Rupert the Bear. That's what they call you, innit? Yes. Yes, of course. How on earth do. do you know that name? Well, I've, I've been working with your partners in other places in the world. My... My partner's in the jeep with me now. There she sat right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, like I said, that's not what you said. <laughs> exactly, Rupert the Bear. And I'll help you. And if you're very good to me, I'll give you some honey, if you see what I mean. All well, bears like honey, and by honey I mean money. Oh, right. Can I be so part of the plane? I was going to say, I can actually buy all the honey I need. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but this will be the finest Greek honey, as in loads of money. Really? Yeah. Greek honey, loads of money? Yeah. Cockney rhyming yeah. slang really is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Come on. The very idea that saying the word Greek would be synonymous with money. Ludicrous. <laughs> Look, I'm best mates with, with the Cockney geezer who, who transferred the cello with your... With your lovely oh. Phyllis de la Cruz here. Simon Geezer. Simon Geezer, yeah. yes. Well, in that case, you'd better come along with me. Oh, thanks very much. We're thanks not far away, are we, Rupert? Are we nearly there? Yes, we're just coming up to Dakar now. Wonderful. Ow. Oh, my disguises work perfectly. What an actor. I'll show Mr. Venables and Dad. I can do everything. <laughs> Sorry, what are you saying to yourself in the back uh, seat there? Oh, uh, I was just saying that, oh. Oh, I hope the West Ham beat Grimsby Town tomorrow <laughs> in the local, not local, oh, oh, God. Oh, in no. In the local pub? In the local pub, yeah. They're having a, they're having a fighting match. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear, dear. There we are. It is nearly complete. They should be here at any moment. Yeah, because they've got the last bit with them. The most integral part. It's in a flute case. That's right. Oh, 
This will be them. Uh, you better let them in then. Hello. Hello. Who is there? You should say hello, Rupert. It's polite. Sorry, I, I was briefly. Um, uh, you know the oh. trouble is, even if someone is standing at the door and you can see them, if they don't say hello, you don't know they're there. Well, yes, I'm sorry. I was waiting for him to introduce me, and also I was far too busy sucking on his woolen swimming shorts. Oh, please, that is really the worst one yet. Now come in, Rupert. It is nearly ready. Yes, uh, I've brought someone with me. Hello, eh? Hello. A friend of yours, Simons. Yeah. What? A friend of mine. I've never seen him before, and I have seen him before. Don't you talk to me like that. But he was shorter. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Wait. What? Didn't I see you? No. On the bank of the Thames? No. 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 If we can just slot it in, then the machine that we have designed will be ready to go. Damn it, I'm going to try and stop them somehow. Oh, but... Right. There so. we go, Rupert. It is installed. All we need now is for you to pull the lever. Yes. Pull the lever. The world will be plunged into darkness. No one will be able to do anything unless they pay us a lot of money to turn it off. Brilliant. Here goes. Takes a while to work, doesn't it? <laughs> and it's dark. Uh, you're still there? Has it worked? Yes, I... Oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> you can see me now, can't you? But you can't see yourselves. Wait, that's the impossible. What is going on? What? Who are you? Who are you? My name is Thomas Maybury, and I work for MI5 slash 6. And I've never told anyone this before, but that's right. As you can see, I glow in the dark. And I'm going to foil your evil plan by acting as my own torch and destroying this machine limb from limb, or more accurately, Cog from button to cog from wheel. Oh no! Oh no! Who would have thought that someone was able to bring in an artificial light source? Oh, he's just... No! Damn it! He was able to find the switch! A man that glows in the dark. The one thing we hadn't counted on. Yes. And now... Oh. Hello, Dad. Hello. Yes, and I'm here too. Mr. Venables. Well, Thomas, I told you not to do anything rash, but maybe doing something rash was the right thing this time. I brought the man in charge of Senegal in that you met before. He wanted uh, to congratulate yes. you. Oh, I did want to congratulate you, yes. Gosh, oh. good to see you again, Philip. Oh, hello. W. Oh, oh, governor. Oh, governor, let me shake, shake your hand. Yeah, uh, yes, th thank you. Oh, well done. And I'm afraid these criminals will be clapped in irons and thrown in prison. Are uh, you sure you've got any big enough? <laughs> no, but we'll make some. Uh, 
really. I mean, I was just talking about the fact I've got quite large cankles. <laughs> I don't know what cankles are. When your ca when your calf's so big, it goes oh, into your ankle. God's sake! Why would you put irons around oh, the lady's breasts? Oh, forget bristles? about it. Let's just shoot her. Yes. No, please don't. No. Oh, oh dear! Oh dear! Oh God! I accidentally shot the governor. Oh, oh no! I'm not sorry, a, governor. Not a. Not another Prague. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well. oh, oh, dear. Never mind, Thomas. I think despite shooting the governor and one of our key suspects here, and despite making a terrible mess and all those things, you've done very well. Yes, I, I saved the world from eternal darkness, Dad. I mean... Yes, well done. You know what, Venables? I think I'm going to give him a glowing report. <laughs> that was the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, starring Daniel Roberts, Chris Turner, Tom Skelton and Dougie Walker, with Tom Hodge on the piano and David Hughes on the foley. To find out more, visit www.racingminds.co.uk like us on Facebook, or befriend us on Twitter. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please do tell your friends and spread the word. <laughs>